What's going on, everyone? Hope you're having an amazing day as always, and welcome back to The Qualified, where the ultimate goal is to help you become familiar with the person you have the potential of becoming and to live a life that makes a positive impact. This is episode number 35, talking about greed and success. Guys, my name is Ryan Huff. I am your host, and welcome to The Qualified. Let's get better today. Here we go. All right, y'all. So this is actually a funny story. This is actually the fifth time, actually no, fourth time, yeah, fourth time, I believe, I'm recording this episode, uh, because <laughs> it all stemmed from a post that I saw recently that uh, sparked this whole thing, um, but I just recorded it the first time, I, I got a little too carried away with it, and uh, while the things I said were true, I just needed to reword it to make it sound a little more eloquent, more so, not as, uh, you know, not as, more, not as passionate, I should say. Uh, but then I uh, recorded the second time and third time and just wasn't as good as it needed to be. So decided to uh, refine it a little bit, think about it a little bit more. And uh, yeah, here we go. So let's get it popping, y'all. So this all came from a post, like I mentioned. Um, it was something that I saw on Facebook, actually, just recently. And um, it was a post that was made by someone who I went to school with. You know, this woman I keep in touch with, I went to school with and so and so forth. And uh she, it was actually some, a post that she shared off of something that she saw on Twitter and it was something that she shared through that. Well, the post that was made said this, I'm going to read it to you now. It says, and billionaire, this word is poor is put in quotes, quotes, billionaire should, and should is in all caps. So billionaire should be a slur as it's an effing shameful thing to be. Now she did not put effing, she wrote the whole word out. This is an effing shameful thing to be. Vast wealth is immoral, and capitalism is a cancer on society. Which I do find, <laughs> I do find that's pretty ironic, considering that you know the, the what she's probably using to make this tweet was probably an iPhone or some kind of other device that was probably made that not probably that was made on the backs of capitalism, and she's using a platform, Twitter, that was used that was made on the backs of capitalism, and uh, probably has a job that is more than likely a job a company that was run by capitalism. So it's kind of kind of ironic, but whatever. Let's continue. And she goes, nobody should have things they want while anybody goes without things they need. She said, especially, especially was in all caps, especially if what they want is to send a car into space, obviously taking a jab at Elon Musk. <laughs> so that, uh, that right, right there isn't too far fetched. Cause you know, you hear people attacking the wealthy all the time, which is just stupid. Um, uh, because especially if you live in the United States of America, guys, I mean, goodness gracious, there's so much opportunity. I mean, people die trying to get to this country. I mean, my goodness. I mean, there's so much opportunity here to, to just, anyway, so to basically just to go after someone who's using the system they've been given to make wealth for themselves, but also create opportunity for other people. I mean, that's, that's pretty moronic in my opinion, but let's continue. So that itself, that statement itself wasn't what set me off. What set me off was this. So this person's husband also commented on the post and because I just, I've come, I was kind of curious because this one person makes these kind of uh, posts all the time, the lady I went to school with and uh, she makes these kind of posts all the time, you know, and so, um, which is fine, you know, it's her beliefs, whatever. And, uh, but her husband commented on this one. So I just wanted to see what the comments were. So I looked at it and her husband said this, he said, hoarding that much wealth, especially generational wealth only hurts the people that actually do all the actual work in this country. He said, I believe there should be a vast redistribution of wealth. Seriously, anyone who has a billion dollars can afford to spread that around. Whoa. Can afford to spread that around. 
And he goes on to say, this is the part that set me off right here. He goes on to say, I work just as hard, and then he put in parentheses, probably harder than anyone in the top 10% of wealth in this country. <laughs> Which to me, man, that was a bold statement. Holy Moses, that is a bold statement. Because to make the statement that, now granted, dude, I don't know what kind of work this guy does. You know, he might be a business owner himself. Um, the odds are just from that post that he probably is not. Uh, odds are he's not, man. There's nothing wrong with, with that, but it's like odds are he probably works a nominal job, and that's perfectly fine. He's making a living for his family and you know supporting himself. That's awesome. But when you make a statement that you work just as hard, probably harder than a billionaire, guys, that is a bold-faced lie because those kind of people who are billionaires, who are on that level, have a psychology that is just astronomical, that is off the charts, y'all, because the kind of psychology it takes to be to take that much risk, to work that hard. Guys, those people like that do not take days off because they have a dream in mind, they have a goal in mind, but their dreams and goals diminish anything, just like make anything that you or I or anyone else can really, really wants to do because I mean, they're just, they're, they're, their minds are just so advanced and everything else, but their work ethic more so and their psychology is just so advanced as well. It's just next level and it's astronomical. But here's the thing about it though. Not, not the fact that, you know, hey, work just as hard, which is a lie. I believe that guy is a liar personally in what I believe. But here's the thing, guys. Hard work by itself does not equate success. Hard work doesn't equal success. While hard work is definitely a major factor that plays a role, a huge role, in whether you're going to be successful or not, it's not in, in, the whole thing by itself. You guys, you can work hard all your life driving a garbage truck, right? You can work all hard all your life digging ditches or working at Walmart, you know, and stocking shelves all your life or flipping burgers at McDonald's. None of those things are wrong, by the way. But you can work hard doing those kind of things, being a ranch hand, working on a ranch all your life, herding cattle, you know? But just working hard by itself isn't enough. Guys, I can tell you, I can work hard all day digging a hole in my backyard. And when people ask me what I'm doing, oh, yeah, I'm working hard, man. I'm working probably harder than you. And I'm digging a hole in the back of my yard and just doing that every single day. Well, yeah, I might be working hard, but working hard by itself isn't enough. It's working hard towards a clear and precise goal with an end goal in mind with a strategy in mind, knowing that you're going to fail, knowing that you're going to learn from your failures and you're going to get up and go again and getting up every day and going after it to get one step closer to your dreams, to get one step closer to your goals, to be constantly moving forward, to be constantly getting better every day, to become more familiar with the person you have the potential becoming. That's the kind of hard work I'm talking about. Now, whenever someone says they're just working hard, okay, well, what are you doing with your life though? What are you working towards that you're working hard for? If you're working hard, like I said, being a stalker at Walmart, while that's nothing wrong with that, you're working hard, but you're not getting anywhere either. You're making a living, but you're not getting anywhere. You're just existing. Now, if you're working hard at Walmart with the desire and the goal to become a manager and then be promoted to that, to be over several Walmarts and be promoted to eventually where you're running part of the company, well, that's a different thing. That's a whole different ballpark, what we're talking about here. Because most people are not had those kind of ambitions, which if you don't have, that's nothing wrong if you don't have those kind of ambitions, but to just make the statement that you're working hard, therefore you probably work harder than a billionaire does, guys, that's just not true. It's just not true because those kind of people, the ones that create that much, that much opportunity for everyone around them are working on a next level. Guys, think about all the value that they add. People like that, high achievers like that, 
they are adding so much value. But here's the thing, most people just do this. They look back at what they have, they look at what they have, and most people think that people that got there who are high achievers got there either by luck or some kind of immoral basis or whatever, when in reality, that is not the truth. When in reality, they don't see all the hard things they had to go through in order to get them there. You know, there's a quote by James Allen that I love, and it goes like this. It's from a book called As a Man Thinketh. If you haven't read not, if you have not read that book, I implore you to read it. It's literally one of the best books I've ever read. And uh, I'm sure many of you who've already read that book can attest to this. So here's what this quote says. It says, the thoughtless, the ignorant, and indolent, seeing only the apparent effects of things and not the things themselves, talk of law, of fortune, and chance. Seeing a man grow rich, they, they say how lucky he is. Observing another become intellectual, they exclaim how highly favored he is. And noting the saintly character and wide influence of another, they remark how chance aids him at every turn. They don't see the trials and failures and the struggles which these men have voluntarily encountered in order to gain their experience. Have no knowledge of the sacrifices they have made, of the undaunted efforts they have put forth, of the faith they have exercised, that they might overcome the apparently insurmountable and realize the vision of their hearts. They do not know the darkness and only see the light and the heartaches more so. They don't see the darkness and the heartaches. They only see the lights and the joy and they call it luck. <laughs> do not see the longing, arduous journey, but only behold the pleasant goal and call it good fortune. Do not understand the process, but only perceive the results and call it chance. Guys, that is so true though. A lot of people, they see someone who's successful, they don't think about all the hard things they had to go through. They don't think about all the things they wanted to say yes to that they had to say no to in order to get the job done. You know, all the hard, all the long nights, all the early mornings, all the beating and beating and beating on it every single day in order to get the result. You know, just like with a, with a, with a sculptor, right? With a sculptor that, you know, has a block of marble, right? and sculpts it into this beautiful work of art. Well, starting off, that sculptor has a piece of has a piece of marble, a piece of rock in front of him, but he eventually makes it into a beautiful masterpiece. But it doesn't start off that way. It happens day at a time. And it's not going to look beautiful starting off. It might just be like, oh, hey, nice rock, you know? <laughs> nice rock. Hey, rocks really rocks, right? But, um, but it doesn't start off the way he wants it. But they, they beat it every single day. And they just, you know, take, take one chip at a time and just one day after another day after another day until they eventually start crafting the masterpiece that they had in mind. Eventually until they start crafting what they had in mind until they make it exactly what they wanted. Because the same thing is true with success. With any area that you're going to be successful in, whether it's in your physical body, whether it's in your finances, whether it's in your relationships, in your spirituality, whatever, you're not just going to arrive there. You are going, it's going to be a result of what you do daily. Not of what you do occasionally, but what you do daily. And if you're not where you want to be, here's what you need to realize. If you're not where you want to be, whether you, whether it's, I mean, we're talking about finances here as well, but if you're not where you want to be in your relationships, in your spirituality, in your personal body, whatever, in your, in your finances, if you're not where you want to be, it's no one else's fault, but your own. You know, it's no one's fault with your, of your own, guys, because your decisions shape your outcome, not your circumstances. Your circumstances do not dictate your outcome. They don't dictate your future. They might have, you know, given you a, you know, maybe a slight disadvantage over someone or maybe a bigger disadvantage. Who's to say? They might have given you a bigger disadvantage than someone else might have had. 
but that doesn't mean you can't succeed. Guys, I love what Gary Vaynerchuk says. He says, if someone looks like me and they've succeeded, I have no excuse because if someone is another woman or another man or another the same race as me or whatever it is and they've succeeded, I have no excuse myself because if they've done the hard things, therefore I can do the hard things. We're all created equal here, guys. We all have 24 hours in a day. Granted, what we choose to do with those 24 hours in a day is what makes a difference, right? But if, depending on what we do to allocate that time every single day, how we choose to grow every day, how we choose to get a little better every day, that's what makes a difference, how we choose to allocate that time. You know, because guys, it's no one else's fault why your life isn't working out. It's no one else's fault why you can't hold the job, right? Why you can't seem to make it to work on time. It's no one else's fault why you can't manage your time correctly, why you walked out into your wife, why you walked out into your husband. It's no one else's fault but your own. And once you start taking responsibility for that, once you start responding to adversity in a way that empowers you, well, that's going to start making the difference. Once you start taking taking control, when you realize you are the CEO of your life, well, that's when you can start making a difference. That's when you can start making drastic changes in a positive way. But until you start doing that, until you stop pointing the finger at someone else for the reason your life is how it is, once you realize that life's your own dang fault, <laughs> Until that time, you're going to be powerless because you're going to be looking at someone else for the reason why your life isn't working out. When in reality, you have the ability at any moment in time to pick yourself up, to dust yourself off, and to start creating the psychology that will get you to where you want to be in your life, guys. Because 80% of success is psychology. Only 20% is mechanics. So here's what I encourage you with. Instead of tearing someone down who is more successful than you, Instead of saying that, you know what, oh, well, I, I would be that, I would be, you know, rich, but, you know, because my mom walked out of me when I was, you know, 10, I can't do anything. Because my, because I was sexually abused, I can't do this. Because of this, because of that, because of whatever, I can't do this. Because Trump is president, because Obama was president, right? I mean, just blaming someone else, guys. No one's coming to save you, right? No one's coming to save you. So instead of tearing someone else down and making excuses as to why your life can't be because of this, that, or the other thing, take responsibility. But not only that, when someone else is achieving, cheer them on. Don't tear them down. Because here's the thing. It does not negatively affect the person who's achieving at a higher level when you go out of your way to tear them down. Because, yeah, you know what? It might be, you know, it might make them upset a little bit whenever they, if they read your comment on Instagram or your you know, message on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Whenever you go out of your way to tear them down and say like, hey, you know what? They're this or they're that. They're, they're unethical. They're immoral. They're a jerk. They're a liar. They're a cheat. They're a seal. Whatever. It might make you feel good, but it's not making anyone else. It's not, it's, not, it's not making the person that you're attacking any worse off, you know? Especially if they're the kind of person who is a high achiever because they have already, they have already developed a psychology that's going to block you out. They're not going to listen to the haters. And more often than not, they're going to be encouraged by that. Be like, you know what? Hey. If a loser is attacking me, if a loser is going out of their way to put me down, I know I must be doing something great. You know, I know I must be doing something great because winners win and losers lose. That's what Andy Priscilla says, and I totally believe that, guys. Winners win, losers losers lose. You know, I love there's this quote I have in my room at Spine Napoleon Hill. It says, A winner never quits and a quitter never wins. And guys, winners are always going to win. So it doesn't matter how much you tear them down, they're still gonna find out a way to win. You know, you can say that they need to give their money away. You can say that they need to tax the 1%, the greedy 1% more, which is already kind of, which is already foolish in the first place because they're already paying over 75% of all the taxes paid in the United States of America. <laughs> so they're already paying enough. And plus, here's another point about the wealthy. If you're tearing, if you're tearing them down, remember this, y'all. People that are wealthy, 
are the ones who are employing people. If you are working at a, a you know some kind of job, whether you're working at like a Chili's or whether you're a server, whether you're working a retailer, whether you're working at a as a retailer or you know realtor, whatever, that platform was created by someone else who started, who gave you the opportunity to work there. If you're working for another real estate company, maybe it's a Ebby Halliday, maybe it's a, you know, a Century 21, whoever. That was created by someone who had the vision and they had the gall to go about it and create it, make it happen, and therefore they created so much opportunity for not only yourself, but other people as, as well that have come, come after them. And they've been able to make enormous wealth for themselves because of the opportunity that was given to them by someone else. You know, hey guys, here's the thing about that as well. Poor people do not employ other people, and, no, and there's nothing wrong. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not attacking anyone else based on their based on their financial standpoint. I'm not doing that. Please hear my heart on this. I'm just trying to open your eyes to things. Maybe you can start thinking differently about it the next time you try to attack someone who's doing better than you are. Because wealthy people are the ones that make a difference in this world, guys. Look at what Bill Gates is doing. Bill Gates is a billionaire several times over. You know, it's one. You know, once been you know been several times the wealthiest man in the world, right? He got there because he added so much value to people, you know, and he got there because he had so much value. He created Microsoft, which, you know, is a software company that made people's lives easier. It gave them convenience and it made people's lives better. And that's how he's able to do that. But look at what he's able to do with his wealth now. He's giving a lot of his money away. He's doing a lot of philanthropy, which is awesome. But even if he wasn't, even if he wasn't, which I'm grateful he is, that's awesome. He's making a difference and he's making a positive impact, right? But even if he was not, that's not my place. That's not your place. That's not our place to tear him down saying he should do something whenever he, when it, when he's not, because that's not our place. That's not our business. So <laughs> mind your own business guys. And gosh, I just, it just, it just tears me up when I see people attacking people who are high achievers. That's not necessarily the means of money, but also people that are super athletic, you know, super that are really grateful and, you know, really successful in business or in, you know, in, you know, in other terms as well, because it's people that have done that have sacrificed greatly in order to get them to where they are. You know, so instead of tearing them down, let it be aspirational. Dude, that's what it is for me. Whenever I see someone who's achieving at a higher level, I let that be inspirational. Let that be like, dude, if they've done it, so can I. I let that be something that fuels me on. But only that, I cheer them on. Whenever I see someone who's achieving at a higher level, like, guys, just today, I shouted out this young lady who I don't even know. Her name is Laura. (laughs) And uh, she's achieving at a higher level in her body. She used to weigh 344 pounds, and she's down 144 pounds. She used to weigh 348 and is down 144 pounds or something like that. But she's lost over 140 pounds, which is outstanding, y'all. That's that's incredible because the psychology shift that she had to go through in order to make that happen is, I love that because that's the kind of stuff, that's the kind of, those are the kind of people that make things happen. Those are the kind of people that when they break through in that area, they wonder like, okay, what else can I do? How else can I make my life better? How else can I make this world around me better? And that's what they start doing. You know, so I shouted her out. I don't even know her, but I love that because it's inspiring whenever you see someone achieving at a higher level. For me, I encourage that to be for you. You know, because like I love this book, Jim, oh, was it Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. It says, the whole world loves a winner and has no time for a loser. So guys, if your family has been generationally just poor, right? Or they haven't been able to get ahead or they've been always behind on their bills or whatever it is, be the first person in your family to break out. Be the difference maker. Be the one that goes out there and makes a super success of their life. Don't continue perpetuating the same mediocrity. Don't continue perpetuating the same over and over again and blaming someone else for the reason your life is the way it is. Guys, be the, 
first person who breaks out. Be the first person who makes a difference because you can make a difference and you will make a difference, but you gotta quit blaming someone else for your problems because no one's coming to save you. I guarantee you that. No one's coming to save you, y'all. But cheer them on. Let, let it be aspirational whenever someone else is achieving. Let it be that for you. Because like I said, if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. And I love what Jim Rohn says. You know, if you give people what they want, they will give you what you want. You know, looking back at people who are billionaires, whether it's a Sarah Blakely who created Spanx and helped women feel sexier in their bodies, whether it's a, oh gosh, a Richard Branson who created all the Virgin products that he has, whether it's Virgin Mobile or Virgin, you know, Virgin Airlines or whatever it is, it's convenience and people like, you know, people finding cheap airfare and everything. Whether it's a Steve Jobs and creating the iPhone and the iPod and the iPad and, you know, the iMac computers and everything else that Apple has gone through, right? Like the thing I'm recording on right now is an iPhone, right? Who created convenience for people, who created made people's lives, made people's lives easier. Or Jeff Bezos with Amazon convenience as well, right? Or anything, like name any product, name any person who is a wild success. Guys, they made people's lives better. They added value to people's lives, so therefore people added value to their lives too. So that's the thing you gotta remember. And here's another point when it comes to greed. Guys, because greedy people do two things. And here's the statements they make. They say, they make statements like, you know what, people should give their wealth away. Like, Like the statement I read earlier. You know, that guy said, you know, I believe in a vast redistribution of wealth. Okay, well, here's the thing, y'all. <laughs> Before I get to the point, here's the thing. If that person were to give, let's just say Elon Musk were to reach out to this guy and he were to say, hey man, here's a million dollars. You're right, here's a million dollars, you know, be blessed, whatever. I guarantee you that guy would not, not only appreciate the wealth, but here's what would happen. He would end up losing that money in either a year or less, probably two years or less, probably even less than that actually, because he hasn't practiced the right principles to handle his money right. I'm just taking a guess here. Someone who lashes out, someone who's wealthy, I'm taking a guess here. Because most people who lash out at people that are wealthy are typically not doing great themselves. So when it looks like that whole, you know, like that whole parable of, uh, you know, if you teach, if you give a man to fish, you feed him for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime, right? So it's all about mechanics, guys. It's all about what you're willing to do with your money, what you're willing to do on a day-to-day basis. How you handle your finances now is going to determine how you handle your finances later. You know, if you can't, you know, because here's the thing about money. Money is just a magnifier, guys. It's a tool. It makes you more of what you already are. If you're already a greedy, selfish person, you have more to be greedy and selfish with. If you're already a jack wagon, you're gonna be more. To, you're gonna have more to be a jack wagon with. It's just that's the truth. But here's the flip side of that. Here's the great part of that. If you're already a, a, a giving person, someone who is generous, someone who is loving, someone who is kind, someone who wants to make a difference in a positive way, and leave this world better than how it was when they got here, you're gonna have more to do that with as well. And that's literally, guys. That's what drives me so much towards becoming financially independent, towards becoming financially free, is not only what I'll be able to do for my friends, for my family, but what I'll be able to do for other people as well. Like with Qualified Apparel, guys, I wanna grow that company, I will grow that company to where it will be the number one positive impact brand in the world to where we're not only helping provide food for families in America, but also I wanna get to the point where we're helping provide food for, for people across the world where no one goes hungry, right? where we're helping provide clean water for people across the world, like Charity Water is doing right now. I love that, man. But also providing education. Not talking about this simple education like teaching people how to read and write. Well, that's of course, while that, of course, is valuable, 
I'm talking about education in terms of like how to change your mindset to break through, how to live a life that makes a difference, how to change your psychology, how to become a bigger giver, how to take responsibility for your life, how to become more than your past, how to change your story, how to be a leader, how to grow a business, how to do whatever. Like I want to teach people how to do that because our school system doesn't teach us how to do that. They don't teach us how to handle our money. They don't teach us how to do our taxes. They don't teach us how to do simple things that we need to know how to do in life. They don't teach us how to communicate with people. They don't teach us how to develop relationships, right? But I want to have the qualified brand be that because guys, we're all qualified to make a difference in the world we live in. But there's a big difference between what we can do and what we will do, what we have the potential of doing and what we actually end up doing and following through on. So that's why I want to be with my life and doing more with my life. And I know that money is just a tool that's going to allow me to do that even more. So guys, that's the thing you got to remember about money. Money is a magnifier. Money is is a tool. It makes you more of who you already are. But here's what people who are greedy make the statement about. They try to say that, you know what, hey, you should give your money away. You should do this or that with your money and you know, whatever. And I feel like they I feel like they try to say it to to I guess to put a to put a cover or to put a mask over their greed. They try to say it in a sense that's like noble. They're like, oh, you should do this to go help the poor. You should do this to go to that and other thing. Which they, all they're doing is trying to mask their greed, their greed and their envy and jealousy of what someone else has already achieved, right? Because they realize that they're not willing to do the hard things. They're will, they realize that they're not willing to do you know the things that are difficult to get up early, to stay up late, to say the things they want to say, to say no to the things they want to say yes to, to do the hard things, to embrace the sucks, to embrace the journey. They're not willing to do that. So since they're not willing to do that, they go out, they go out of their way to make people feel bad, to, to attempt to make people feel bad for the success that they already have. You know, I love what Thomas Sewell says. He says, I've never understood how it is somehow greed for me to keep the money I've earned, but not greed for someone to want to take the money away from me that I've earned. Yeah, right? So it's like, guys, what you choose to do with your money is your choice. But here's the thing also you got to remember. People that tell people to give their money away are not doing it themselves. And that's where I have a huge rub with this because people that tell people to, oh, well, look at all the, look at all the orphans, look at all the, you know, poor people in Africa that could be saved by the money that, you know, you could, you could, you know, people, oh, this guy just bought a Lamborghini. Look at all the money that, look at all the people that, look at all the opportunity, the wells in Africa that could have been drilled or the people that could have been fed in America that could have been, you know, helped or whatever because with the money that you spent with that. Right, you know, they they look at the, they try to be a little do-gooder here, try to be a little you know activist over here. It's like, oh, look at all the good that could have been done, but you know, with this money and everything, they should be doing this, they should be doing that. Okay, you know what, dude? Think about this. You don't know the good that they already most likely already do with their money. It's like Walmart. Walmart, you know, gives millions of dollars every year to nonprofits, to charities, to make a difference across the country. You don't ever you don't ever hear about that, but that's what they do. Look it up. You don't know about all the good, the philanthropy that most of these people do because they don't talk about it because they don't care what you think about them. But not only that, it's none of your business either. You know, they don't do it out of a heart to want to be recognized. They do it because they just want to do it because they, they're driven just like I am to make a difference in the world around them. So that's why they do it, to make people's lives better, to use what God has given them and use what people, what they've worked hard to achieve to make a difference in the world around them. But here's also the thing. If you're the kind of person who's lashing out at someone for the success that they've achieved, and here's the point, you need to be leading by example yourself. You need to be taking charge and spearheading that thing first and foremost by yourself. You know, I said, Ryan, I don't have the billions of dollars to go out and do the things that I really want to do. I don't have the money to just give away and just do that. Okay, well, maybe you can start with five bucks. 
Maybe you can start with five bucks and giving it to Feeding America and help you know help provide meals for families in America, right? Maybe you can start with five bucks and give it to Charity Water. Maybe you can start with five bucks. You know, maybe you can start by you know buying a pair of Bombas, you know you know Bombas socks and helping you know give a pair of socks to a homeless person, right? Maybe you can start with whatever. Like you don't have to start with where you are, what you have, but don't tell someone to do something that you're not willing to do yourself, man. Like lead by example, lead by example. If you're not doing the heart, the things that you're that you're telling someone else to do, that's hypocritical because you're not doing the things that you're telling them to do already. Why would they listen to you? First of all, they're not going to listen to you because you're just a negative. You know, if you, especially if you're the kind of person who's just spouting out that kind of stuff, they're not going to listen to that negativity because they drown it out and they don't listen to it because that's how they become successful because of not listening to the naysayers. You know, getting using it as fuel to the fire, really, as some of them do. I know I do. Whenever people that tell me that it made me feel inadequate for not having a college degree, for not having a new car like they had, for not having a family that was as fluent as theirs. That's why I'm driven to be super successful and to make people feel qualified and to feel adequate for their life and to go out and make a difference with their life and to make a positive impact with their life. That's why I'm driven. So instead of tearing someone down who has success, how about this? How about you cheer them on? How about you say, man, man, girl, great job. Great job for what you're doing. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Guys, I just sent a message to Andy Frisella just recently who is a wildly successful entrepreneur and I love his content, guys. He, I mean, just be warned, it's very strong, very passionate. He tends to cuss a lot. But the information that he portrays is incredible, just like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about. But for that matter, people that are clean like Ed Milet or a Lewis Howes or a Steve Weatherford or a Steve Cook or a Sarah Blakely or a Rachel Hollis, Tony Robbins, guys, any people like that who are achieving at a higher level, I want to role model them and I'm inspired by them. I don't tear them down for the success they've had when I haven't achieved it yet because I know they're making a difference in a positive way. But not only that, I know it's possible for me as well. But here's the thing I encourage you with. If you don't know what you're talking about, more specifically, if you lash out at someone saying they should give away their wealth, saying they should do this or that other thing with their money, stop first of all, because they're not going to do that. And that's not going to help anyone because people who, if you give away, if you give, if you give someone, you know, someone money, if you give someone money who doesn't know how to handle their money in the first place, they're going to be right back in the same situation that they are before. Look at people who've won the lottery, right? Look at people who win lottery or go gambling, right? More, more often than not, people who do that, who win the lottery or who go gambling and win a lot of money, that money is gone. That money is just you know, spent before they even know it. Why? Because they haven't already practiced the correct money habits to create the correct principles in order to sustain the money they got, right? So that's another thing to consider. But if you don't know what you're talking about, instead of lashing out at someone, just shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth. Just keep your mouth shut, man. Like they don't like what is it? Uh, Bambi, like the episode of Bambi, right? Whenever, <laughs> whatever. I think I think it's Bambi at least. When it's like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all, right? Seriously, just be kind to people, man. If you see someone achieving at a higher level, be inspired by them. Know it's possible for you as well, but don't just lash out at them. Be like, hey, you know what? If they're achieving at a higher level, you know, just like a, a Clemson, like just like the Clemson Tigers or the Alabama Crimson Tide, those those football teams, or the New England Patriots, those football teams that are achieving at a higher level, don't tear them down. Just be like, hey, you know what? That's why I love seeing those kind of teams succeed like that, who win on a consistent basis because they're practicing principles that get them there. You know, just like people that are Olympic athletes, just like people who are great triathletes who I follow, sorry, who I follow. I love seeing that kind of success because I know if it's possible for them, if I work hard or if someone else works hard, it's possible for them as well. You know, it's possible for me as well. So 
here's another thing to consider as, as well, guys. There are gonna they, right. You might because you, you might be saying, Ryan, there's what about this guy who wasn't ethical? He did cheat people. You know, he was on. I saw him on an episode of uh, American Greed, right? And they took advantage of people. They did Ponzi schemes, or they did they ripped off people. They were drug, you know, money laundering. They were human trafficking, whatever. Okay, guys, here's the fact: people are people. There are corrupt people in business. There are corrupt people in politics. There are corrupt people as preachers. There are corrupt people all over the place. People are people. But here's the thing. There are far more good than there are bad. Just because you've been negatively affected by someone who's been bad, don't write people off as every one of them is bad. Don't make a you know a blanket statement saying that, oh, because this person in business was bad, who was a capitalist, who was super successful, is bad. Everyone who's in business who's a capitalist is bad. No, that's not true. Because there's a lot of people in, in that same area who do a whole world of good and you know it. So don't, just because you're hurt from something, like, you know, hurt, you turn the term hurt people, hurt people. That's the truth, guys. If you've been hurt by someone, I encourage you to forgive them. Especially just forgive them, let it go. Because it's only hurting you. You know, if, if you go around people and you're constantly talking about how you got taken advantage of, how this negative thing happened, well, that's, that's not, I mean, your friends might sympathize with you a little bit. They might, you know, they might say, oh man, I understand or whatever, but eventually it's going to get old. Eventually it's going to be like, dude, it's been 30 years. Let it go. Eventually it's going to be like, dude, it's been two years. Let it go. Move on because your forgiveness, your unforgiveness does not hurt anyone except yourself. It's going to make a lot of me, it might make me, might make other people really you know, annoyed by your presence, <laughs> but it's only going to negatively affect your life. So I encourage you to move on. Let it go forgive and forget more so not forget remember the lesson it taught you remember how it how it felt but don't let that negative situation hold you back remember the lesson that it taught you you forget your mistakes but remember what they taught you is a good lesson to learn even though it wasn't your mistake it was someone else's but hey if you can take responsibility for it as well that's all the power as well so take your power back people are going to be just we're going to disappoint you y'all <laughs> but like i said there's far more good people than there are bad, and good always wins, y'all. So I encourage you to make positivity lighter. Cheer someone on who's achieving at a higher level. Don't say they're greedy. Don't say they're immoral. Don't say they're unethical. Just cheer them on. You don't know their backstory. You don't know where they came from. You don't know the beginnings that they had. You don't know where they what what why the reason for attaining what they had is. Even if it's something you don't agree with, it's not your place to lash out at someone for doing something that you don't agree with. People are gonna, you guys, people are gonna, we all have our differences, right? I'm sure there's things that I say that I believe in that you probably don't don't say is, don't think is right. That's perfectly fine. It doesn't make, it doesn't make it bad. It's just a matter of we have differences. We have differences of opinions. But being tolerant, like either you can have a difference of opinion, but you can tolerate it as well, you know? and just be tolerant people and like if you see something if you see an injustice go after it but if it's not if, but but i'm talking about a real injustice not not like someone has more money than you and that's unjust no guys fair does not mean equal <laughs> fair does not mean equal and if you can be committed to the long-term process of being like you know what hey i'm not where i want to be yet but i know i'm capable of achieving it i'm gonna put my head down and i'm gonna work and I'm going to use this person as inspiration of what's possible. And I'm going to put my head down and work towards the task. And I'm going to check up on myself on a regular basis to make sure I'm getting closer to my dreams and closer to my goals. I'll keep my why in front of me on why I want this in the first place. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to make it freaking happen and do it every single day. Go after it every single day. Attack it with a ferocity that no one is familiar with and get things done. That is what I encourage you with. 
Be someone who is an encourager. Be someone who is inspired by success. Be someone who cheers people on whenever they're doing the hard things. Be someone who makes the world a better place. Be someone who makes positivity louder. Be someone who is kind. Be someone who is loving. Be someone who is generous. Be someone who makes a difference. Be that person. But it starts by making the decision today to do it and acting on that decision and following through on a regular basis. Because guys, your life is worth living at a higher level. Your life is worth attaining more and achieving more. You know what? Money is a great way to make a difference even bigger. You know, guys, one of the things I look forward to whenever I achieve the financial success that I want to achieve is being able to go into a car dealership and buy my, you know, go, or more so, go bring my dad or bring my mom to a car dealership and be like, hey, pick out whatever you want. It's yours, debt free, 100%. I'll pay the insurance as well. Pick out whatever you want and do that. Or to see a stranger who I know is struggling with their finances, you know, around Christmas time, single mother, whatever. Or a family that's struggling with the medical bills or whatever it is, and I'm able to just pay it off in full. Or someone that I don't even know, go to like a layaway at Walmart or whatever and see, you know, go and like literally pay everyone's layaway. Well, actually, one of the dreams that I have, guys, that I will do. So I used to work at Chili's, I actually just put in my two weeks' notice, and I had my last day at Chili's this past Sunday to go full time with my pro company. One of my dreams that I've had for, for several years now is pulling up to Chili's in my Lamborghini Aventador or whatever kind of successful car I'll have at that time. It's, I've always had the dream since I was little of having it a Lamborghini, right? And pulling up with my wife, going, going, walking into Chili's, right? And seeing people that might still be there years after I've left. And, uh, you know, if not, there's no worries with that. But if they are, awesome. They're still doing great. They're still doing great stuff. And they're providing for themselves. But seeing people that are there or even new people that, you know, I don't even know. And asking the manager to come over and asking him to put every check together on one bill and paying for everyone's check in the entire building and then tipping every waitress and every employee at that at that restaurant a hundred bucks a piece. That I cannot wait to do. Well, I actually tip my waitress, whoever the whoever she or he is, tip them more than the other people around me. But because uh, she waited on me and or he waited on me and they did a great job. But um, doing that, like paying everyone's tab and giving everyone, even the cooks and the cooks and dishwashers, giving them all a hundred bucks and then giving my waitress like 500 or 200, whatever it is and doing that. That's, that is nothing, has nothing to do with bravado. That has nothing to do with ego. That's just something that's been a goal of mine for years. Just as, just as it is of me being, having a goal of mine of buying my family, you know, buying my mom and dad a brand new car or paying, buying, you know, buying someone a house or buying, you know, doing whatever, you know, helping to, you know, like I said earlier, helping to provide education and like empowerment, empowering other people across the world, providing clean water, providing food for people as well, making a difference. Because guys, like I said, I believe that we're all qualified to make a difference in the world we live in, but we have to do the hard things in order to get there. Life is not going to be easy, especially if you're the kind of person, life in general isn't easy, but especially if you're the kind of person that wants to make a difference in their life, if you want to be successful, which I hope you do, especially if you're listening to this podcast, but your life will never be that way if you point the finger at someone else for the reason why you can't succeed. Guys, no one's coming to save you. No one's coming to help you out. You have to be able to help yourself first. Now, you're going to meet people on the way that will help you, that you're going to be empowered by, and that are going to encourage you on. That's going to be awesome. But if you, if you don't, you got to be willing to believe in yourself first. You got to be willing to be your biggest cheerleader first, be your biggest fan first. And also, going back to the main point, 
if someone else is achieving at a higher level than you, use them as inspiration. Use them as inspiration of what's possible. Be their biggest cheerleader, but don't be greedy and envious and jealous of what they have and not being willing to do the work yourself like like they've already done. Because whenever you do that, you are going nowhere with your life. You are not advancing yourself. You're not advancing anyone else's life at all. You're not doing the world a favor by lashing out at people and like protesting the greedy 1% or people that are actually doing great things by pulling other people and giving them a means of, you know, a means of, you know, providing for their family. You're not doing anyone a service by doing that. Like I said, there's going to be people that are corrupt all over the place. In every area and every task, there's always people that are corrupt. In sports, in business, in finance, in, in spiritual walks, every avenue, people are people. They let us down. They do things that are not right. But there's all, always more good than there is bad. And that itself is a fact as well. So anyways, I just encourage you with that, guys. And just encourage you to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. Now, it's actually, it's funny. That's uh, that's one of the things that my coach uh, in high school, his name was Coach Ryle, Jonathan Ryle. And one of the things that we always did was it was, it was called the brainwash, right? It was always this little positive affirmation thing we would always uh, say every single day. And it was a, uh, one of the things that, you know, the one that said that, one of the, I think one of the end quotes said, I will be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. I encourage you with that. Be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. Cheer people on when they're doing great. Be their biggest cheerleader, but don't tear them down because you don't know what they've experienced. You don't know what their why is. You don't know what the reasons behind achieving at a high level is. Since you don't know, keep your mouth shut, cheer them on, and go to work on yourself and making your life and the world around you a better place. All right? All right. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Man, that was a lot better than the first first three, actually. This is, this is good. I like this. All right, good. <laughs> Fourth time's a charm, right? Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. Seriously, uh, it is... A, incredibly valuable. I really appreciate you sticking around and listening all the way through. And uh, I trust that you got value out of this. And if you did, would you please go on? The only thing I ask, I will never put ads on this, on this, uh, on this podcast. I want this to remain free. I want this to remain, you know, like unadulterated by ads. I think that's kind of annoying whenever I listen to podcasts and there's ads all over it. I respect people that are hustling and getting paid for it, but I just, I don't want to put ads on my podcast. I just, I, I just like it being without any, you know? So, uh, but anyways, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please do me the favor of going on going on iTunes right now, wherever you're listening to, and leaving a five-star review, especially on iTunes, though, and subscribing if you haven't already subscribed. And I'd love to connect with you. love to hear what you thought about the podcast. And if you would, connect with me on Instagram. The link for that is in the description. You can follow me on Instagram at Ryan C. Huff. And shoot me a direct message. Let me know what you thought about the episode. But also, if you have any ideas of things you'd like to hear about or any talking points you'd like to talk about, let me know. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to know what you thought of because that way I can make this thing better for not only you but everyone else who listens to this podcast as well. And guys, I mentioned a you know admission apparel company that I run. It's called Qualified Apparel. It's a positive. It's the positive impact brand that we help provide 20 meals for hungry families in America with every purchase, and we spread positivity with every purchase as well. I encourage you to go check it out. The link for that is in the description. And yeah, it is uh, guys. 2019 is going to be a phenomenal year, a breakthrough year, and I want it to want it to be the same for you as well. I appreciate you listening as always. Thank you so much for your time. And I will see y'all next Wednesday. Until then, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. I will see you next week. Bye.